would your life look like if it was better? What would life itself look like? What does better even mean? You don't know? And it doesn't matter that you don't know exactly right away because you will start to slowly see what is better once you have truly decided to want it. Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planeted and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor. Today is rule number four out of Jordan Peterson's best-selling book, 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos. And I really, this, this might be my favorite rule. I don't know. It, it keeps me going, let me tell you. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday not to who someone else is today. I think he could have just written that and given me a couple hours to think about it. <laughs> it's really meaningful to compare yourself, compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Not so much on somebody else, what they have, what they're doing. Don't compare yourself to who someone else is today. And a big note about that is, and this takes a long time to learn, it took me a long time to learn this lesson. We don't know what's going on in other people's lives. We don't know if their shiny objects are for real. We don't know if their happy demure is for real. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain, because the star of the show only knows. You know yourself. You know what's going on. You do. So comparisonitis. Well, that, that is not exactly pursuing the highest good, is it? When you have a fear of missing out, when you uh, want to, hmm, I don't know, keep listening to your little voice inside and uh, it's not giving you what you want to hear. <laughs> this is a funny one. Peterson says, if the internal voice makes, your makes you doubt the value of your endeavors or your life or life itself, perhaps you should stop listening to it. Yeah. If the critical voice within says the same to denigrating things about everyone, no matter how successful, how reliable can it be? Well, that's, that's you know what, this chapter is full of so many excellent questions. It's really thought-provoking. It gets, it gets you thinking about hmm, your imagination and how it can send you on this crazy little path. It can get you in a frenzy, but it can also be used for good. So that's, this chapter is interesting because it really helps you focus on who you are. Focus on who you are and only compare who you are to who you were yesterday. That's how you keep moving forward. That's how you build. That's how you grow. That's how you change your mindset. That's because you have a journey now, a vision, goal, dreams, hopes, desires, much more positive outlook on life. So he says, how can you start your renovations without being demoralized, even crushed by internal, your internal critic's lengthy and painful report on your inadequacies? <laughs> Are you being too hard on yourself? Don't be hard on yourself. You're a beautiful, beautiful being. We're all here for a reason. 
And you are the one that's in control of you. You get to make choices. And maybe you didn't have a role model or a mentor, or maybe you wouldn't have the opportunity for uh, furthering your education, or maybe just had to pay the bills to get by. You need to stop comparing yourself and me. I'm, I'm, I'm as guilty as this as anyone else to others. Only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. That, that has got to be the best words of wisdom I have heard in a long, long time. He goes on to say, The present is eternally flawed, but where you start might not be as important as the direction you are heading. Perhaps happiness is always to be found in the journey uphill and not in the fleeting sense of satisfaction awaiting at the next peak. Much of happiness is hope, no matter how deep the underworld in which that hope was conceived. Yes, we all need something to look forward to. We all need hope. We all need ambitions and dreams. So don't be so hard on yourself. Just work away at yourself. Improve yourself. I don't know, half a percentage point a day. Try something new. Form a new habit that's going to give you positive results in the long run. Remember, a habit is a long-term, repeated ritual effect that then all of a sudden you do on autopilot. So it takes time to form that. It really does. What was really fascinating about this chapter is I heard a lot of little rhyming and almost felt like Dr. Seuss was talking to me at times. But Peterson encourages us to negotiate with ourselves, question ourselves, ask ourselves, and I quote, could you and would you fix that one thing that announces itself humbly in need of repair? Could you do it now? Imagine that you were someone with whom you must negotiate. Negotiate with yourself. That is an interesting perspective to look at. It's sort of like a little push and pull. Well, if I do this, then that'll be the result, and that might be the reward, and oh, well, why don't I try? You know, have that conversation with yourself. Why not? Could you aim, he says, one or two or could you aim one or two of these at better results, better in your own private opinion, by your own individual standards? Could you compare your specific personal tomorrow with your specific personal yesterday? Could you use your own judgment and ask yourself what the better tomorrow might be? And that's what I mean about he poses a lot of questions because these questions make you think. Could you? Well, of course you could. We all know you can. I know you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You set your mind to it. You set up a vision. You set up a plan. You have a goal. You change your habits. I don't know what you need to do. You only need to know what to do. And that's what he says here. You know, he's not giving you the magic potion. Uh, the magic sauce is really, he, he's giving you the meaning of life. But he's not telling you what to do because each person is individual. And you're comparing yourself to who you were yesterday, not who somebody else is today. You don't know where they've been, what they've done, how they got there. And that's, that's, 
that's literally, uh, that, that actually just reminds me of another Carl Jung quote, and I'm paraphrase. He says, <laughs> thinking is difficult. That's why most people judge. That's the Reader's Digest version of that anyways. But if you start to even think about that, you're like, oh, okay. It is much more easier to, uh, you know, judge what other people are doing, whether that be good or bad or better or worse, right? This is thought-provoking. It makes you think. This is for the betterment. This is the betterment of your being. And that's what I really like about it. So when you negotiate yourself, what can you do? Well, Peterson goes on to say, well, you might have to use a little charm and playfulness. Excuse me, you might say to yourself, without irony or sarcasm, I'm trying to reduce some of the unnecessary suffering around here. I could use some help. Keep the diversion at bay. I'm wondering if there's anything that you'd be willing to do. I'd be very grateful for your service. Ask honestly and with humility. That's no simple matter. And when you ask yourselves questions, the neuroscience tells us that your brain does actually have to answer eventually. The answers will come to you. It'll be, maybe it's buried in your subconscious and it'll come to life. And I'm not talking about, you know, you know, surrounding yourself with magical beads or anything like that. I'm saying actually talk to yourself. Pose those questions to yourself. Write them down. Write down those questions. Maybe read them to yourself every morning before you get out of bed or before you go to sleep. Sometimes answers come to me while I'm sleeping and I'll be like, what? Wake up, write this down. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll just have horrific dreams and I'm like, oh no, change the channel, please. You know, that's all about the imagination. It's all about imagination. Peterson goes on to say, people can learn even if they're very unskilled at the beginning. Ask yourself, what would you require to be motivated to undertake the job? Honestly, listen to the answer. Don't tell yourself, I shouldn't need to do that to motivate myself. What do you know about yourself? You are, on the one hand, the most complex thing in the entire universe, and on the other, someone who can't even set the clock on your microwave. <laughs> don't, don't overestimate your self-knowledge. So how do you level up? How do you level up? Well, you're in the right place because you're doing the right thing. You're reading books like this. You're listening to different podcasts. You're informing yourself. And let me remind you, this is free. You don't pay for any of this. So there's no excuses not to be able to use this to propel yourself. Use this to make a difference in your life. Use those questions he poses in order to reframe your spirit, reframe your mindset, get healthy, get healthy, mind, body, spirit. It's all interconnected. It really is. So how do we level up? Well, Peterson says, aim high. Set your sights on the betterment of being. Align yourself in your soul with truth and the highest good. There is habitable order to establish and beauty to 
spring into existence. There is evil to overcome, suffering to commemorate, and yourself to better. Oh, that is so eloquent. And, you know, the nice thing about this book is he, he gives you so many different examples on how you can actually improve your life and why the why on how you should stop comparing yourself to everybody else because we all know by now that on social media especially it's a lot of glossiness going on <laughs> and influencers actually get paid to promote certain products and things like that so to compare yourself to that is it's not even realistic compare yourself to who you were yesterday and you get one percent better each day half a percent better just a glimmer better every day move forward for betterment and it's not always easy it's not always easy to get yourself out of bed to find your purpose to decide what is your meaning but peterson goes on to say and i, and I love how he he has this biblical background as well but he references the Sermon on the Mount that outlines the true nature of man and the proper aim of mankind. And we all know that means humankind. Concentrate on the day so that you can live in the present and attend completely and properly to what is right in front of you. But do that only after you have decided to let what is within shine forth. Oh, don't you love that? He goes on to say, so that you can justify being and illuminate the world. Do that only after you have determined to sacrifice whatever it is that must be sacrificed so that you can pursue the highest good. Yes, well, and that is the reality of it all. Once you pose these questions to yourself, once you've made some choices, once you've, you know, decided to stop comparing yourself to others and only yourself to who you were yesterday and how you're going to improve a little bit each day. And you, you, you're not going to quit. No, you might stop for a day. You might fall off the wagon for a day, maybe two. I don't know. It takes time to build a new habit. It takes time. This all takes time. And I want you to reflect back on how long you've been here and how much longer you're going to be here. You have time to do this. You have time to grow and stretch and learn and decide for yourself. Exactly. And the end result being that as a being, you are going to shine and illuminate what you have to sacrifice to get that done. Because we all make sacrifices we all have to suffer through discipline or the pain of regret. Are you going to suffer through sacrifice, the pain of discipline? Are you going to suffer the pain of regret? Uh, that's where the choices come really crystal clear. Set some values, set some direction. And Peterson says, you are discovering who you are and what you want and what you are willing to do. Okay, that, that sacrificial little element was, 
was my saying, but that's what it's all about. What are you willing to sacrifice, right? You are finding that the solutions to your particular problems have to be tailored to you personally and precisely. This is what this book is all about. It's getting you thinking about you and what you need to do because each of us are individuals. He goes on to say, you are less concerned with the actions of others' people because you have plenty to do yourself. Attend to the day, but aim at the highest good. See, when you get busy, you don't have time to think about other people. When you get busy on yourself, you don't have time to worry about the gossip or, hey, so what does that mean? You got to get busy. You got to get busy doing something for you, for your family. The more idle time you have, the more trouble you can get into. You know, uh, just getting sucked into the social media, trying to uh, keep up with the Joneses next door. Forget about that. Focus. Focus on you. Focus on your family. Focus on your growth pattern. Focus on your mindset. Decide. You get to decide who you want to be. You have to figure out how you're going to get there. And when you're busy doing these things, your life has meaning. It, it, it progresses really quite nicely. You, can, you have goals in front of you. And that's what, you know, is the highest good, right? So when you're busy, you don't have time to worry about who's doing what and who said what and yada, yada, yada. Who has time for that? Nobody's got time for that. He ends the chapter by saying, Ask and ye shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. If you ask as if you want and knock as if you want to enter, you may be offered the chance to improve your life a little, a lot, completely. And with that improvement, some progress will be made in being itself. And I just want to reiterate that, of course, he is quoting scripture. Think about how long ago this was written and how we're finally becoming to understand with a depth and sincerity those messages and how strong they really are. And, and, and you know what? You probably say those things without even realizing where they originated from. But that is why they're so important. And it's a nice, friendly reminder. And you do not have to be a Christian to understand this. This flows through a lot of different religions. So I just wanted to, you know, give that little <laughs> unwanted advice there at the end about that. The Peterson's rule, just rule number four, compare yourself to who you were yesterday and not who somebody else is today will lead you to live a more inspired life.